Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am Sal, your host. With me is your other host, Izzy. Hello. And we are talking episode seven of Ahsoka, which is Dreams and Madness. We should. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's see. The second to last episode. Second to last. Pen- penultimate episode. The what? Penultimate? Isn't that how you say second to last? Uh, what a mixture of second to last episode is called. Penultimate. I'm pretty sure that's a word. I would not know, so I can well, I doubt anyone neither confirm it. or deny. So, instead, I will give everybody the business. Check us out at roguerebels.com. No, check us out at theroguerebels.com where we have lots of things, including podcasts, and also things that are not podcasts. Ooh. We also are on all socials at The Rogue Rebels, except for Twitter, where we are Rogue Rebels fam, uh, doing all kinds of things. You know, uh, I make TikToks once a week or so, maybe twice sometimes. Uh, yeah. So go like follow share subscribe subscribe hit hit that that notification on that bell or whatever all right well um you know how you doing i am doing good uh haven't done much just Mm -hmm. just be working you Mm -hmm. guys came to a santa event that we had at work Mm mm-hmm very cool. Oh, we got pictures with the Grinch. I haven't posted them yet. <laughs> we did get pictures with the Grinch. It was kind of cool. We and got I, pictures Somehow with the Grandma beat us to it. Well, no. Grandma got one as soon as we walked in. Me and Grandma. Your mom walked by and was like, I don't need a picture with the Grinch. And then <laughs> I was like, well, I'm getting one. And Axel was like, nah, I'm good. And then Grandma was like, me too. <laughs> and that's how that happened. And then apparently your mom wanted to take a picture of Santa, but we didn't. But I was like, oh yeah, there was a long line too. Um, Santa involved talking. (laughs) The food was great. I got a wonderful omelet Mm -hmm. with extra mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Fire was coming out and we got to see uh, 
the legendary ice cream man. Okay, he's not that legendary. <laughs> he is, and well, so I guess so. So we've only been to two of your events, and at both of your events, he, uh, you know, made a, a strong showing. Uh, but was it that strong? He it just was very stood strong. There. He captivated us when we met him at your last event. Okay. When he had when he did the ice cream thing. Uh, that's how he got the name, the Ice Cream Man. Because this event, he didn't really have any. At least I didn't see him doing anything with ice cream. Uh, but we were like, oh, there's, there he is. Uh, ice cream man. I've never actually like met him, met him. I think I said hi to him once. And one time he was like, mm-hmm. your desserts are over here. And I was like, <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> but that's kind of it. <laughs> what was I watching? Haha. <laughs> What was I watching? Something, and I was like, I think I want to watch Rocky Four again. Do you remember Rocky Four? Mm. It's the one where he fights the Russian. Oh yes. Uh huh. Okay, like, <laughs> say what you want about cinematic masterpieces, <laughs> but the ending of that movie is so amazing. That, like, I forgot what I was talking about and what I was thinking about. Uh, but something made me want to watch it, like, in the recent past. And I was like, I really need to just go watch that. Because I just want to see the ending again. <sighs> it's a good movie. I remember, I uh, I watched Barbie yesterday again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Great movie. And um, I saw him with his, like, furs and stuff. That's him, no? Right? No, are, I mean, are you talking about the kid? Oh no, you're talking about you're talking about Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. The picture he looks at that then he starts dressing like. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, yes you're right. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what photo shoot that was, but they they did him right. very good. <laughs> right. No idea. Uh, there's like so many stories from like like the way that they used to make movies is just not how movies are made these days. So I would like listen to all these stories about like. Sylvester Stallone's like, yeah, you know, I, I had Dolph Lundgren, like, when we were doing Rocky IV, which is, Dolph Lundgren is, like, the Russian in that movie, who's, like, a whole foot and a half taller than him. <laughs> like, Dolph Lundgren is, like, 6'9", or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone is not a small dude, but he's just, like, incredibly ripped. But then you also want to put him against these dudes that are, like, giant and crazy. <laughs> so in this movie, it's Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> and like he's like yeah you know i had Dolph lung i you know we were like going to the movie and i was like go ahead hit me as hard as you can i woke up three days later in the hospital oh <laughs> like, he broke three ribs and it like this and, you know? i'm like yeah that's not how they make movies now <laughs> you don't just do that no, and then, like, i don't think so <laughs> i was watching some of the like like on the uh the rambo like the first blood commentary and he's talking about how like, in Rambo, the first movie, he's kind of, like, running around a lot, and he ends up, like, hiding in a cave, and, like, there's all this stuff. Like, there's this real shady scene. Mm-hmm. Or, at least, like, when I watch it now, I'm like, this is sketchy as hell. And it's, like, a, a helicopter is flying, like, on the edge of a waterfall, and he's kind of, like, on the end of it. And then, presumably, another helicopter is filming that helicopter, and you know what I mean? Like, okay. when you think about the logistics of movies getting made, you're like, somebody could get really hurt here. 
Uh, and he's talking about, he's like, yeah, you know, I was basically like tied to a little tree around my ankle. So if I fell, I would have just kind of fallen a little bit and then slammed against the rocks, you know, but not okay. fell to my death, you know. And then he talks about how he like, there's a scene where he like runs into the cave and they're like shooting at him. And he like, he like the cave is kind of like boarded up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he like, you know, he like vaults kind of over uh, some of the boards and gets in the cave. And that's the shot, right? So they're shooting at him, so all the squibs are going off. You know what a squib is, Lizzie? Squib? You're not familiar with that? No. Okay. A squib is this little, like, explosive device, and that's how they make movies, like, back before special effects and computer-generated explosions. You would put a little squib in the wall, and then when you're shooting the scene, you blow it up, and it makes a hole in the wall. It looks like a bullet hole, right? Uh-huh. Or that's, you put it under somebody's clothes... And then put some, like, blood in it, and then pop, 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 and they have, like, three holes in them with little blood squirts, right? Okay. So, like, they're little, like, explosive things, right? But they're also, like, you know, they're special effects, but they're also explosives. And he's like, I was running, I was running, you know, it's Sylvester Stallone, so he's like, yeah, I was running out, I was doing the shoot, and I was doing the shot, and I, I, like, jumped over the thing, and I put my hand on the board to, like, you know, jump over it, and I felt the squib go off on my thumb. Oh. And I was like, I'm, my, my finger's gone. Like, my finger is totally gone. Like, because he grabbed the wrong spot of the wood right where the squib was to jump over the thing. And it went off on his hand. Uh, and he's like, I, I, I wouldn't look at my hand because I was sure that my finger was gone. <laughs> you know, he's like, but it was fine. And then he's talking about, like, somewhere through that movie, he grabs, like, a potato bag or something. And he puts it on. And he, like, just improvised that. And then it became part of the movie. And then... Like, when you make movies, they're, you know, you have, like, oh, here's the costume, and here's the, like, stunt costume, and here's the weathered costume, and here's the one that we're going to get blood on. But, like, he just grabbed a potato bag, so now they're like, we only have one of this. And it was, like, protected like a treasure, because if somebody tore it or lost it or messed it up or whatever, you know, like, the whole movie would be ruined because there was no extra potato bags. That reminds me of um, when they first made Coraline. I guess with the first Coraline doll, um, they didn't have multiples of the, like, they only just, they were very low budget, so mm-hmm. they had, like, she, I guess the, the person had bought, like, a, a wig from, like, a Halloween store, and it was the, because ex- it was the exact color and, like, material that they wanted Coraline's hair to be, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that, like, they should have bought more, so they only bought one. And then they couldn't find it again, so they were like, we have to be very, very careful because every strand <laughs> counts. Nice. Apparently for the other mother uh, doll, they used... The person that was, like, putting together the doll put some of her own black hair in the doll. Oh. think can lead bad <laughs> places, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I've seen too many movies. <laughs> uh, look, we're going to have to shave your head. We need to make seven Coraline dolls. <laughs> uh Coraline. Yes. Uh, I've been watching I'm on a little like kind of like uh Mexico trilogy kick. Mexico trilogy? Yeah. Mm. You know, like uh El Mariachi, Desperado, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh I see. Uh because I wanted to listen to like it was like tortilla soup. <laughs> I wanna listen to Mexican music, but like not normal Mexican music. The music that I like to listen is like chingon and like the music like from El- those movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, 
So, the, but the only one I can find right now is like uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico is free on Tubi. And I used to have like the DVDs. I don't have any. Okay. I, 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 I had the whole trilogy DVD? on DVD, but like I don't have DVDs anymore. Now I just have Blu-rays. So it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I should uh, totally look for that if they have it on Blu-ray. But anyway, Once Upon a Time in Mexico still has like their best opening where he plays the guitar and he lives in like a little guitar town. <laughs> and like the old man is like, hey, I just like made this guitar for you. Like, please test it out. We would be honored if you would play it. And then he'd like play, you know, it's like, it's always like an offshoot of like Malagueña Saleros. <laughs> it's like the best thing ever. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like those movies. Or not those movies, but like the last one in particular, just because it's so bananas and out of this world. Like Johnny Depp has a crazy third arm for no reason. Or not no reason, but a silly reason. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> and like, there's a reason. Yeah, people are like... You know, El Mariachi is shooting fools and they're like exploding out of the bar and flying everywhere. And then I'm also like, this is pretty cool because they're doing some of the same shots. And I'm like, there's there's a lot of L in Boba Fett. <laughs> like when Robert Rodriguez does Boba Fett, he puts like some of that. He puts some of that like stuff in it. And I like it. Mm. He should do uh, more stuff that like is Star Wars. I mean, well, he does. He got a whole series. More. Well, all right, let's you, me, and Hawes pray for pray for uh, season two, Book of Boba Fett. Okay. All right. Praying. Praying. From the three times <laughs> oh. I've been to Sunday school to with the gods. Alice. No, to the Mortis gods. Or no, if we're uh-huh. praying for Book of Boba Fett, are we playing to Mythosaurus? Who are we praying to? Uh. To the flashback to. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know which God serves. Uh, yeah, he's Rodriguez. he's very he's very like I owe my allegiance to no one. Hmm. <laughs> uh, to whatever chain code is in his like thirteen year old armor, or whatever <laughs> like these chain codes. What are you off? What does Thank he show you. him? Like, I want to show you something. It's my father, Django Fett. Uh, I'm praying to a simple man making his way through his, the galaxy like his father before him. Okay. Fair that enough. works. All right. Should we talk about the show now? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure we're done with a mariachi? Mm. I don't think you ever watched those full movies, huh? What's the closest mariachi band there is in Star Wars? Like, like there should be a mariachi. There has to be something with a guitar. In Star Wars. Does anyone play the guitar in Star Wars? Well, in, in like they have a Halleck set, and I what? it's it they always play a Halleck set. A what? It's a Halleck set. What's Sabe that? plays a Halleck set. Uh, it looks like a guitar. It looks like a twelve string kind of, mm. but like all dolled up. Especially the dude that played it at like the Halcyon, but like it's in other music too. Uh, it's in Jedi Fallen Order. It's in like it, Sabe is described as being really good at it. Um, mm. but I'm trying to think of like a band that specifically uses that because like even in like the book of Boba Fett like the Max Rebo dance like there's a guy kind of playing like a little guitar kind of thing when Max Rebo's like doing a little cover mm-hmm. uh, but it's not like full on hardcore and then I'm trying to think of other stuff with guitars and all I can think of is like the Who from Fallen Order and then, like, the, uh, the, like, really cool rock song at the end of season two of Star Wars Rebels when Ezra's like, well, we're going to go on this mission, Zeb. 
guess I'll talk to you later. And Zeb's like, yeah, the war's going to be over soon. And there's like a little like, bah, 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 meow, like <laughs> Zeb rock song, but it's like not yeah, like so. it is guitar, but it's not like like Mexican music at all. Hmm. It's just very like rocky, kind of like classic rock vibe. But yeah, Star Wars music is cool. Uh, this see. episode, though. This episode, though. So we open and we got, like, Hera going to her court-martial? This yeah. is a court-martial. With Ziono, but the stinky Ziono. Yeah, jerk Ziono. Uh, by the way, thank you, uh, Kazuda Ziono, for uh, liking and commenting on our post <laughs> on Instagram huh? recently. I don't know, he just, like... He comments every now and then, and like I'm like live action like Kazuda Ziono of Kazuda or no Kazuda like, Christopher Sean like Christopher Sean yeah, of Christopher Sean like you've talked to him Lizzie you FaceTime yes, with Christopher Sean I I have I that sounds weird to say but I have FaceTimed with Christopher Sean you totally have but I was like are you talking about like an like someone made an account just named like Kazuda Ziono because some people do that mm-hmm. but like. No, oh, I would not qualify that. That would be. No, I'm just not. I wasn't sure if you were naming their their username or something. No, I mean, like, I just put up a picture and Kazuda Ziono was like, yeah. And I was like, live action Kazuda Ziono in, like, Star Tours win. Oh, I wrote mm-hmm. Star Tours a couple of times last week. Oh. We hadn't done Star that Tours? in a while. Yeah, Star Tours. We hadn't, because right. we always go straight to Batu. Yeah. So we That's went and me and Axel went and did like star tours for a while because the wait was only like five minutes. So we just rolled on through that thing. And mm. uh, we did that a couple of times and we were like, man, this was cool. Um, haven't done that in a while. Anyway, I'm thinking when they do new additions to star tours, Kazuda Ziono should be in it. That's all. Mm. Putting that out to the Disney gods. Yep. That's fair. Uh, court martial. Hera is at a court martial. Uh, Chopper can kill Hamada's, you know. Yeah. Make it look like an accident. Was about to. No, was about to murder him in a courtroom. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Until, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Carson Teva was like, no, 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 hang back, bro. Carson Teva put his, Carson Teva held him back. (laughs) No, 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 hang on, hang tight. Um, apropos of almost nothing, I'm loving all the Mon Mothma stuff that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love seeing her out there being Mon Mothma. It's just good times. Um, she doesn't... Her She she deserves more than her husband and her child. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. Well, you know me. Like, reading all the books and all this stuff, no mention of her husband and child, so I'm like, mm, something happened there. So I can't they wait to see died. how that resolves Oh, itself. no. Nobody looks like they're dying. Looks like starting a whole new life. Well, I don't know about the husband. <sighs> anyway. Um, What's his name again? Oh, God. It's so hateable. What is his name? Perrin. Perrin. That's his name. That's what his mother named him. <laughs> or father? I don't know. What's That's that what his parents named him. They looked at that little baby and they said Perrin. Someone looked at Mon Mothma and was like, Mon. Mon. <laughs> yeah. And it never works either way. 
because I've read so many books that have her in it. And there's like, like you almost have to say her name fully. You either have to be like, oh, Chancellor Mothma, or like, like there's no way you can cut her name and it doesn't sound weird. You can't call mm-hmm. her Mothma. It sounds weird. And then there's like a, there's one book in particular where Leia's like, come on, Mon, just talk to me. <laughs> she says like just her first name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, still sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so yeah good times well I was gonna say I'm trying to think of the weirdest name in Star Wars right now I mean I think Ellen Sleesbagano is a pretty like, solid one Ellen Sleesbagano who's that he's the one that like in episode 2 he's like you wanna buy some death sticks you don't want to sell me death sticks I don't wanna sell you death sticks but yeah I don't I did I didn't know his name. I didn't know he had a full government name. It's, it's basically, his is, last name is Sleazebag with Anno on the end of it. That seems, seems a little mean. Seems like he was destined to be a Sleazebag. Somebody, like, uh, went through a thing, and they were like, you know, uh, J.R. Tolkien writes, like, three centuries of history or something for whatever, Lord of the Rings, you know? And then it's like George Lucas. That guy's name is Goofy McStarwars. <laughs> like, pointing at all the background because it's like Droopy McCool, Max Rebo, Ellen Slees Bagano. Like, if you look at the background characters in Star Wars, some of them have pretty funny names. It's pretty cute. Little little characters, little. Mm-hmm. I like it. Little personality. I'm a fan. Uh, you know what I'm not a fan of is Harrogate and the Court Marshal. I'm glad she gets out of it, though. I see, yo, no. I like the mention of Leia. I don't know how, like... How she knew? No, 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 no. Like, just in, like, like I understand how this scene, we get a hair, we get a, we get a, like, if, in a perfect world, Leia would have walked out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, we got kind of the next best thing. We got C-3PO being like, Leia sent me uh, yeah. to do the thing. I don't know how much longer we can get away with that. And then I think forever. <laughs> I think they. I think well, they. they have to I don't recut. know. I don't think we need it, to glue Leia's think... face on anybody. I think, but I think Leia has a big part in these stories. Like Leia's a huge part of the New Republic and should be. And I think that character can live on. Like I think we could put her daughter in it and just let her be her. Mm. Like I know she's another character in Star Wars, but like that's twenty five years down the road. We'll worry about it then. Um. I don't know. And I think Sam Witwer plays literally everyone. <laughs> we have been marked safe from live action Sam Witwer <laughs> <laughs> for thirty days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. I don't know what the perfect solution is. I'm leaning toward letting her daughter just play her. Mm-hmm. And, like, not really have to explain it further than that and just let it be. Does her daughter do a lot of acting? I mean, I know she did, like, the, She's in, the like, other a whole movies, TV show. Like, you know? She had, like, a TV show for a while called Scream Queens, I think. Like, so she does lots of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, the answer is yes. Um, but also, like, more than that, her daughter and her were very close, much like her and her mother were very close. So I feel like her daughter is kind of the person to, like, continue that mantle. 
you know, more than anybody else. And I feel like that's a good way to like recast yet still show her the honor, kind of keep it in the family a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, It's not like I'm supporting nepotism, but I think in this case it fits very well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know she's like a side character in episodes eight and nine or whatever. Uh, but I think, you know, I think she can be this 20 years earlier and still be the Lieutenant Connix or whatever she is yeah. uh, in, in, in the future. You know what yeah. I mean? That would be sad. <laughs> yeah, but I think it needs to happen. I think we need to get away from this fear of that. Like, these characters and the story are bigger than the actors even though the actors are like a huge part of it, I still think that these characters can live on, you know. So how would you feel if it wasn't her daughter then, and they casted someone else? A little weirder, but my hope is that I would get used to it. Yeah, like like Ezra. <laughs> Sabine. No, Ezra I got right away. Actually, Sabine uh, I liked pretty well. I guess off Hera. Hera's so the one I'm like, still, eh. yeah. Hera's the one I'm having the hardest time with. We've had this discussion. Uh, once again, we know we're too close to the situation. We love Vanessa Marshall with all of our hearts and soul. I saw a website the other day. Yeah, because um, I, I saw, like, I, you know how, like, when you go on Google and, like, sometimes there's, like, recommended articles? Nope. Uh, and I went on and it was, like, Vanessa Marshall claimed one time a few years ago that she would love love to do Mara Jade like acting and I was like okay thank you Google <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't know if it's uh-huh. true or not I don't really care but I was just like okay, okay thanks Google <laughs> right that All sounds right. like a some that sounds like an a, like a Q&A at a panel somewhere someone and she was like yeah sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got red hair we could do this <laughs> so yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh Google um, yeah. I Yoda's do like her... being a jerk. I do like her costume here. Like, her, like, court martial, whatever, the casual, you know, resist... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I guess it's New Republic general jacket. Mm-hmm. And you can see her ears and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so... I like Mon Mothma's outfits, like, all the time. Oh, yeah. She's got They're great outfits, really except in Return of the Jedi. Uh, really nice. The joke that, was always like, "Oh, like when the rebellion times were rough, and she had to get like a, a, a not a great haircut, and like she could only wear that white thing, and that's all she had left, you know." Mm-hmm. But then, like the New Republic comes around, and she got to get her stylist back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mon Mothma always amazing. I, I especially since Andor. Another mm-hmm. thing that I've been constantly thinking about lately. I think I like her blue jacket best. Uh, I'm just gonna rewatch the whole show. I think, like during the holiday what, season. Yeah, Andor. Captain uh, Andor. Yeah, you know, I know people be talking about their Spotify Wrapped. I got a message from Nicholas Bertel because I was at the top point one percent of his listeners. <laughs> oh, Bill, I was. Nicholas point... Bertel is the guy who did the Andor score. In case that didn't come across clearly. I was point zero. <laughs> Three percent top listeners of Steven Universe soundtracks. Okay, almost as cool. Um, <laughs> my top 
two, it was like it was Nicholas Patel and then Kiner. <laughs> so right. on brand, on brand for me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, oddly enough, no. Uh, Once upon a time in Mexico, soundtrack was like way lower. Mm-hmm. Weird. Whatever. Um, I like that I... they like fixed it. Like Hera's okay, but then like Mon Mothma has the whole like. <gasps> But, like, really? Are we really in danger? And, like, for me, I like... Because I read everything. So, there's, like, a whole trilogy in where Mon Mothma becomes the leader of the New Republic. And she's, like... A lot of the... One of the big th- biggest things that she's trying to do is demilitarize. She doesn't want a huge standing military to be a part of the mm. New Republic. Because that was such a thing in the Empire. So she's like, hey, we need to demilitarize the New Republic. We should have like a small, helpful fleet slash military that can assist. But like for the most part, the world's in our place. They should have their own military, you know, their own people protecting like whatever. And we can like assist at times when we need to. But also we don't need to have a big military presence that we just take to different planets and destroy or whatever. Um, And you're like... uh, the way they always do. like she has like these two uh, aides, these two bureaucrats sort of, you know, it's almost like the angel and the devil. The one that's like, well, we'll demilitarize. We will have no strength and we can't da, 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 fight off whenever I threaten. The other one is, of course, yes, peace is the option. This is what we should be fighting for. You know, but just the idea of like, what do you do? Like after you win the fight, you're creating a new republic and you want there to be better. You want to be better than the reality. Like you don't want to be the same thing. So, you know, the idea that they're kind of trying to scrap the military because they don't want this, like, presence of militarism in their government, her in particular. Seems like not a lot of the other people are on that, but um, I guess she got away with it because there doesn't seem to be a giant military presence. Yeah, it just sucks because now she has to worry more about the fact that there, there is probably a threat. Right. And, uh, you know, Thrawn is coming back and he, like, not that he doesn't have an army, but he pretty much has a loyal army. Yeah. There's, like, a Legends, like, this is, like, it's not exactly, like, a leftover from Legends, but there was this very much Legends thing where, like, the Thrawn and Legends had allied with the Empire because of their military strength. Because then he could, like, he could almost overcome anything. And, like, so the idea, like, later down the line, when, like, the Yuzhan Vong and all this attack the New Republic, and the New Republic's brought to their knees or whatever, you know, and it's like, oh, they invaded because, you know, they couldn't, like, the Empire would have just killed them. You know, the Empire and their military strength would have destroyed, but since the New Republic took over and their military was a lot like more fair and like less you know murderous mm-hmm. now like that gave an opening for these attackers to come in and da, 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 da. you know so i find it interesting that like i mean this time it's kind of thrown what are you typing i'm not one second and uh you know he's just like the idea is that he's allying himself with a stronger power which like a little bit of that holds over from that to where like the throng books that we have talk about how he's trying to like get to the empire and like use that power to aid his people or whatever 
from this threat that it seems to be coming. So we'll see how that ends up going. If it goes okay. anywhere. Mm -hmm. you know. I don't know. We'll see. Shall we move on? Was it about a military tribunal? No, but it was just about Mothma. Okay, I like Mothma. Probably just how much she is a cool slay girl, slay queen. Yeah. Queen. Her like theme is in my one of my top played Spotify. <laughs> oh, her theme? Yeah, from like Andor. Mm-hmm. Rad. Alright, we got Ahsoka training with hollows from Anakin. And it's so funny because she's like, at one point she's like, you know, this is one of the last ones he made. And like, I think the idea of that is like, we're meant to think like, oh, he like recorded this just before everything went bad. But he's like wearing the like, you know, Clone Wars, like season one to three style. So I'm like, oh, he probably stopped making it when the war got kind of crazy and he had to like do a lot of yeah. war stuff. He couldn't podcast anymore. Yeah, he, he ran out of time to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like going through the little stuff with her reverse grip, which I like. But it's like funny because like all the little poses, very like static and very like small. And like when I'm looking at him here, I'm like, mm, okay. But I, I do really like the fights when she like gets down to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, let's see. They, so they fly in. There's like a minefield, and the Purgle are like, "Let's get out of here." And then she's like, "So sad." Yeah, they like it. Oh yeah. So Thrawn was very much like, you know, there is another Jedi approaching. I did. What is this loose thread? But Balin said she was dead. He's whack because he might have been a Jedi, a Jedi once. Jedi. You know? He was a Jedi. How and then she's like, "If any star whales come in, kill them all." I like that he was like, kill them with prejudice. Yeah. Like, that sounds like kill them, like, be racist towards them. <laughs> kill them with racism? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, how are they going to kill him? Like, like, they don't even, you know, okay, I guess they have, like, but they clearly they had all these mines. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, the ship is shooting all the turbo lasers. So I was like, oh, okay. Because I was like, they can't get off the planet. His ship mm -hmm. can't get up there. So then, like, when all the ships started opening fire, and, like, I forgot about the ship that they came in, the, like, giant hyperspace ring with guns. And I was like, oh, I forgot okay. that, that they were sense. in a ship inside of a Purgle? No, the other one. The ones oh, okay. that were attacking the Purgle. Oh, okay. Was I like, do you just like... thought that Ahsoka was chilling on the tongue of the Purgle? Yeah, yeah. That was the part. And then they were just like, uh, peace out, bye. And then Ahsoka's hiding bye. in the bones. Um, I do like that, uh, you know, Thrawn, they, they like give the idea of Thrawn being like this very intelligent, like commander without him having a fleet, which I actually mm -hmm. think works very well. Cause he's like, you know, they're like, Oh, like, what do we do? Do we need to prepare for attack? And he's like, no, her first target will be Seren, Ren, 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 who he have wisely sent far away from here. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, he's like being smart and also not having ships. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then they're like, should we send more people? Nah, no. that's fine. They, they, Ezra's killed enough of us. <laughs> Leave it alone. Uh, 
So I thought that was pretty good. And then also just the idea, like when he's got the little map in front of him, so it still sells it. Mm -hmm. They have some cool shots where they're like shooting through the map, but you see him. So that's like a good, uh, a nice little visual aid to like, oh, look how smart he is. He's looking at maps. It's me in well, Silent Hill too. <laughs> it's definitely for the people that don't know Thrawn very well, uh, you know, because it's like they just know him as a guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Technically, just like Ezra, they're just like, oh, it's a guy. Right. Why? Why are we looking for this guy? Right. Um, like we can see that he's a command. Like he clearly has like the outfit of commander, and he's like in charge. Um. So here's one thing that I'm still wondering, and I haven't quite got the answer to. Even now, he, like, he's recruited the the great mothers to his cause, right? Yeah. And it's clear that, you know, their assistance is helping him make some of his decisions and come out on top. What are they getting? Off the planet, I guess? That's what I was saying. It's like, I don't understand why Thrawn is such a big deal. Like, I don't get why the sisters are like, yes, Empire, cool. Like, I guess just because they get to rule it and they, and then, yeah, they just, they get off the planet. That's the only thing. Presumably they were ruling that planet long before he came there. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like there's much to rule. Fair enough. But also, like, they go with him. I mean, spoilers. They go with him. Right? So he's taking them back to the rest of the Night Sisters, question mark, whatever that means. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. If this is their home. By the way, this planet, I didn't say this before, but like they're like the origin of the Night Sisters, where they all came from. And like their little statues and their like faces, a little like H.R. Geiger esque, which I just like as a person. Mm-hmm. Like the design of the Night Sister kind of statues and stuff but anyway um yeah so like my question is still what are they getting i guess back to the other galaxy although why do they want to go to the other galaxy Uh, there's a lot of questions in this this, yeah yeah this series that i really hope that they answer because like there was a, a crap ton of questions like with Balin and his padawan what right. do the Night Sisters want? Like, why would Thrawn even go back to the Empire? Is my big question. I don't think he likes it here. No, but he like, why? Why is like the Empire's dead? Why does he want to like keep trying to bring it back to life? Right, right. Well, I think. I mean, I think that, that that's the one that I think. You know, his military power, and he can really control stuff with that so that one sort of makes sense to me if he if we bring him back to the galaxy he gets control of the rest of the fleet he can bring all that under his control and then he can be the big boss in charge and fend off any threat you know i get why he wants to go back (laughs) it's like if i go back i get 12 more ships and then i will be super awesome yes uh i just don't get like why the night sisters are joining him although it seems could find other night sisters yeah, like maybe. <sighs> but yeah, so he's like out here making smart moves. Meanwhile, we got like, what, Sabine and Ezra riding around and she's like, eh, it's complicated. I don't want to talk to about it right now. And he's like, all right, I guess. Yeah. She's always uh, been like that. 
Yeah. Uh, the, like, what are they called? The, like, marauders or whatever attack. The, like, red-helmeted guys. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, here, here, take your lightsaber. And he's like, nah, I'm good. You've been practicing. Oh, Ahsoka reaches out to her, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's when she's like, oh, Ahsoka's coming. Like, she's good. And that's when Ahsoka knows where to go. And Ezra's like, what do you mean she's fine? <laughs> what do you mean she's okay? <laughs> what happened? Oh, and then she's like, yeah, I was training with Ahsoka. And he's like, what? I mean, no, it makes sense. And she's like, yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cute, too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, that's Their fine. Their interactions overall were cute. And I was glad that... I was worried they were gonna make it. They were gonna make it a little weird, but like it wasn't like that kind of weird. It was just like weird, like oh, I haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, I didn't feel like they made it at all. What's what's the word? Shippy. Yeah, romancy. <laughs> yeah, so I was very much glad that they were like, "What's going on over there?" Mm, okay, wait, what? What? No way, for real, girl. <laughs> um, so then they like Balin and and Shin catch up. And then he, she's like, you're not going to help? And he's like, no, I'm going along a different path. Anyway, one parting lesson. You're like, you know, you're, you're, he, at one point he says something like your ambition is dangerous. And then he also says like impatience will guarantee defeat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, bye. Then he goes to check out the scenery. Yeah. But then, like, Ahsoka catches up with him, like, in a little bit. But So oh, Shin yeah, and but... the pirates are all fighting. And then Balin fights Ahsoka. Which is actually, like, a pretty cool fight. Axel was, like, unhappy that he's like, he keeps cutting away every time they're going to fight. And I'm like, yeah, but if you watch the fight, it's a good fight. Because he was like, why are the fights not good? Every time, like, you see somebody's going to fight, there's, like, a long setup. And then, like, it cuts away. And I'm like, yeah, but it's cutting away to another fight. And then, like, if you look at the fight of what's actually happening, like, the fights are good. It's just, like, you just don't like how it's edited, I guess. You would like to see the whole fight and then something else. Mm. Um, because, like, we were rewatching it and then he's like, no, the fight's good. Like, I guess, you know. He was like, well, like, in the prequels. I'm like, in the prequels, it's still cut away 17 times. Yeah. And then he was like, but in episode three, there's, like, a lot of... I'm like, yeah, but episode three has one of the longest fights in cinematic history. <laughs> like the no most movie longest and dramatic uh, like a, no other film has a 12 minute lightsaber fight or sword fight or whatever you want you're like there's no movie in history that's ever done that you know what's a cool fight that's not very cut out much hmm. the fight in princess uh princess bride even that's like four beginning. minutes yeah that's a great fight you're talking about when he climbs up the cliff mm-hmm. yeah it's got to be like four minutes and there's a lot of dialogue I know I was just thinking about cool fights that I like yeah it is a cool fight Uh, 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 uh. Um, so Ahsoka fights Balin and they like have but I love the pacing because I just like samurai movies and I love how there's a lot of like doom 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 and they're like pose get into lightsaber position and then they like finally go at it they're like very measured measuring each other and then i think she like like i think that the ships overhead like oh yeah who yang like shoots or something and then he's like what in the smoke and then she like steals his wolf mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was pretty cool he's like you I, can't I think... beat me she's like i don't need to gone i liked when um 
like Sabina's like, okay, here's your lightsaber. And Ezra's like, what? No, it's your lightsaber. Yeah. No, like, give it to you. No, I brought it back to you. And he's like, no, you modified it. Here, you take it. I don't need it. Uh-huh. He's, he's like, like, my ally is the force. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing, like, some super, like, wushu, like, <laughs> like uh, Aikido kind of, like, style stuff, which I was very much a fan of. Uh, that was right. And then also he grabs a, a blaster two seconds later, just, like, shooting yeah. people. He uses the force occasionally and stuff. Yeah. The, that that stuff was cool. I really liked the way he moved, the way he fought. Same with Sabine. I always like Sabine stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, uh, Ahsoka rolls up, like, just when, like, just when, like, uh, Shin shows up and, like, throws him against the wall or something like that. And then Ahsoka shows up and then, like, Shin runs away. <laughs> yeah, because Ahsoka's like, well, we can help you because yeah. she's, like, completely surrounded. And she's like, no, gone. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty good. Uh, and then she's like, oh, and they get hugs. And then yeah. she's like, look, remember when we were friends? And then he's like, hey, I might be going home after all. Mm. Um, Meanwhile, we're supposed to kind of know that Thrawn is, like, leaving Shin and Balan and everyone. Yeah. Well, he was already, she was like, like, she's talking, it's like, it's him bouncing off Morgan most of the time, right? And he's like, you know, she's like, well, they have, like, beaten and whatever. Or she says, I think he's like, oh, that is done pretty well, even with the lack of one mercenary or something. Because, like, Balin has gone missing, mm-hmm. you know, to them. And she's like, oh, no, like, they're going to be on their way soon. And he's like, Ahsoka Tano has lost the one thing she cannot afford, Time. And aha, uh-huh, we are now eighty three percent loaded. And aha, uh-huh, hey, hey. my luggage is now on. The... <laughs> yes, we shall be on our way very soon, and I uh, uh, shall keep time as our ally. Ah ha ha! I'm so smart. Uh, Does he like? Cause do you know like the origin of Thrawn? Uh, as much as there is to know, I know. What do you know? Like, did he go to a school that he became super smart? Or like... I mean, he was always super smart. Like, I keep comparing him to Sheldon. <laughs> oh. He's this very, like, he's sort of, like, socially unaware. But, like, extremely intelligent in, like, these certain other things, right? Like, even as a chiss. Because uh, then, like, the other question that people ask a lot is, like, oh, are, like, all chiss military geniuses? No. He is, like, even among them, he is, like, this very oddball. Why don't they like him? I mean, it's a long Otello, but, like, it's a whole... So he came up, he wasn't from, like, a... You know, there are, like, these, like, nine ruling families of the Trisicin. And it sort of, like, varies by generation. But, like, the Meath is the like eventually he becomes Meath, you know, and they like find him because he's so gifted in school or whatever, you know, like he's this gifted. So they like, you know, they can adopt people into that family that they want to be, you know, to bring glory to their house or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, he's like a merit adoptive of the Meath clan house or whatever, yeah. you know. So he's like full, you know, because he starts off. I forgot what his name is before. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, like. Or something. And then he gets adopted by the Meath, and he's like, uh, Mithan, Mithran, Neuro. And then he, like, 
does his trials and then he moves up from merit adoptive to trial born and then he gets the like honorific orodo added so now he's like mithra Nurodo. you know like so like like their names change every time that like their familial or or hierarchy things but okay. even among the chiss he is a he is he is still a genius over there but he does come up through that military he gets merited adoptive into one of the ruling families he finds a threat to the chiss another whole civilization that's like using other civilizations to like almost like like very much like the ancient roman empire that was sort of like a uh, uh instead of like defeating other cultures it would like like it, 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 like adopt them like it would it would beat them and then it, it take them into there and like take their you know instead of killing them and destroying them all it would beat them and then say join us and then they would grow and then they would be able to use their military leaders as their own you know mm-hmm. like that's what that other culture was doing that other species they're called the grisks and he kind of like figured it out and he figured out that they were like behind all of the things that were happening and like defeating all these other, you know, wayward cultures and the, what is it? The unknown regions or wherever. Uh, and he knew that they were doing that so that they could consolidate power so that they could fight against the Chiss ascendancy. And then he also wanted to, he wanted to destroy them before they could like gain their power. Mm-hmm. But chiss can't like they're part of their thing is like they can't attack like they're only to defend themselves they're like you can't have a a, like a premeditated attack is like you can't do that with their military and their rules and their laws and their culture like they don't attack anybody for no reason Mm -hmm. and he wanted to do that and so like he was in a few skirmishes where he was like because he saw the threat that they were building and he wants to get to them before that. So, like, a couple of times he got into, like, skirmishes with them and was able to, like, oh, well, actually, the inciting incident was, like, they attacked this freighter and then we came to, you know, like, a few times he got away with something. And then eventually he ended up being on a, a, a what do you call it? A, uh, what Hera just went through. Oh. Uh, like, one of those. And he was exiled. But the point of his exile was he was going to make contact with the Empire and he wanted to like sort of try to join it and get that, get to add that, like to infiltrate it, to be able to use their resources slash military slash whatever to help assist the Chiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like in the very beginning. He it seems he never went back to the Chiss. Uh, and now he, all these days he's like, all hail the empire or whatever. So mm-hmm. people are like, is he just doing that because that builds him a following? Or, you know, did he maybe forget about where he came from and is just like, you know what? I got enough power here. I don't need to go back to the Chiss and protect my people. Because all the stuff that he was doing before was like to protect his people, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe now that he became part of the empire's war machine, maybe he just found all the power he needed and didn't even care about his people anymore. You know, I don't know. Or he's trying to still build more. Or maybe he's still trying to build up that power to, like, go back. But it, you know, he never made it back, as far as we know. Mm. Um, 
It was sort of like a thing where he was going to like figure it out and then go back. And like between all that is when he met Anakin. It was during the Clone Wars and Anakin ended up on a mission at Batu looking for Padme. And he ended up like Batu is very close to that border between the unknown regions and the like wild space where he ended up close enough to like go on that mission with Anakin, help out, do the thing, meet Anakin and then leave. And then later when he ended up in the Empire... And they brought him to the emperor. He was like, ah, yes, I would expect nothing less. You know, I spoke of one of your one of your people that I met a long time ago. His name was Anakin Skywalker. You know, and he like name drops him to help get him in the door. And then the emperor sends him to like flight school and stuff. <laughs> so he has to go through as a cadet. <laughs> like, uh, but everybody else is racist because like there's no it's only humans in the empire. Mm-hmm. So he's like constantly getting in fights. And he's like, why are people trying to punch me in the face? This is bad. And there's, like, a guy that he's going to school with that's, like, starts off as kind of his translator. Yeah, Eli Vanto. But ends up being, like, his assistant. Being, like, well, it's because you're, like, blue. (laughs) You know, it's (laughs) because of the color of your skin, Thrawn. They don't like outsiders. And he was, like, interesting. (laughs) You know. And he ends up like, you know. Thrawn learns racism. Yeah, Thrawn learns about racism <laughs> by getting beat up in the academy by humans. So, there that is. Hmm. Yeah, so very curious to see like where it all goes. I would love to see something really cool like Eli Vanto or the Chiss Ascendancy, but I somehow I doubt that's where this is going. Uh, well, in, the, in one of the comics, there's like him with all those homies, right? So there's so there's like those three books that take place in the ascendancy before he comes over, and then there's the three books that take place after. And it's like one kind of details his whole like imperial career up to rebels, very broad, and then treason is the one where he actually works with the Chiss people. But they're also he's like working with the Empire, but it's also like towards the border, and the Chiss show up. And then, like, they don't trust each other, but he's, like, the link between both. He's like, no, 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 I will work this out. And, like, my people are cool. And they're like, well, are you loyal to the Empire? Are you loyal to your, like, own people? Like, So it's, like, a very, you know, the book is called Thrawn Treason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think towards the end of the first book, he sends Eli, like, he sends Eli away from the Empire. And Eli goes with the Chiss Ascendancy. So, like... It's almost like he sends Eli to the Chiss. So there's like a guy that Thrawn planted with his other people who, I don't know, maybe a go-between, maybe nothing, maybe whatever, his link or something. You know. Mm. But now here he's been lost for another 10 years. So who knows if those guys, <laughs> is Eli still with the Chiss being like, I, he, he ain't called me, he won't answer his phone. <laughs> I I'm just here, just uh, Arlani. What do you want me to do? I just I guess he I just left, work here now. He left me all red. I don't know. I just work here now. I guess. Uh, Interesting. Okay. You know. So there's a lot about Thrawn in the books. I just don't know how much it connects to this Thrawn. And, like, I I feel like a lot of the goals may have changed. Like I I think he might just be, because he like he he kind of started looking for power to protect his people and i feel like it may have changed to like now he's just looking for power he doesn't seem to mention his people anymore at all but maybe he is i don't know 
you know. I feel like he doesn't have time right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does play the, the long game. The goal right now is to go back. Yeah, so I get I get the danger and the cool thing. I do like uh, his yeah, all of his little stuff. Like oh, and then the piece on there. This is a thread which we have not seen. Oh, the, we also missed the part where he's like, "Her master was Eric and Skywalker." <laughs> 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 Like, he has to get the most least predictable people on the planet. Like, in the galaxy, I guess not even the planet, mm-hmm. like, in the galaxy, as the mo- he, like, his enemies are the most, l- yeah. like, least predictable people, reckless, makes friends with random species, like. <laughs> and I also <laughs> love that, like, because he can't, like, in, there's a book called Thrawn Alliances. And it's like a book that happens in two parts almost. Like half of it is like that mission that he was on with Anakin and Batu during the Clone Wars, and then the other half of it was he's when the in, he's in the Empire with Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and like it's clear that he knows who he is, but <laughs> Vader is like, we don't talk about Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> like mm-hmm. do not mention him again, and he's like, of course, my lord, <laughs> of course, and <laughs> so like. Yeah, uh, it's a really cool book. And then also, like, he knows who Anakin Skywalker is. He also knows Anakin is the one who becomes, like, he, he figures it out clearly. But I like that he also knows, like. hard to figure out. Yeah, fair enough. But I also like that he's just, like, both parts of it. So when they're, like, Anakin Skywalker, he's, like, uh, <laughs> this is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, she has no time to get over here. It's fine. They just keep loading. <laughs> uh, what do you think he's loading? Like a bunch of, like, do they have? I still don't know weapons? what's in there. We sort of get off of it. Everybody's like, oh, they look like coffins. Maybe they're just dead bodies for them to do, like, magic. And I'm like, is that really that threatening, though? Grievous killed them all. Like, why could, you know what I mean? Like, if they had an army of zombies to attack people. There's only one witch, though. I don't... Well, they have the three, right? Maybe they're... Oh, I see what you're saying. Triple the power. Triple the power. I still don't think that's... Like, this dude commands fleets. Like, why does he... Why is he worried about 50 dead bodies? And Like, I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. But I think it has to be something a little more substantial than undead zombie troopers. That's, like, the leading. Everybody's like, well, they're Night Sister Magic. They can bring back this. And I'm still like, I don't know if that's enough for him to take over. What else could it be? I, I don't have any better ideas. I think he has enough, like, people. Especially, like, loyal Empire people. Yeah, he does have people that believe oh. in him. So that's, like, the most important thing. Yeah, that's, like, the biggest threat, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, his people seem to be like, Thrawn, Thrawn, yeah, boy! Um... So I don't know. We'll see. Like once he gets back to all those people who were like talking crap on Paleo, I'm like, oh, we'll see Thrawn at the meeting. When did you say he was coming? <laughs> uh, I'm very curious about what it's going to take to bring those people in line. Uh, I think just seeing him, honestly. I mean, or just putting their stuff into his care. You know what I mean? Like his, you know. Okay, fine. We'll give you two ships. Uh, yes, I can beat them with one or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if like seeing results from Thrawn, I think is going to do a lot. His reputation precedes him, but 
Yeah, I still don't know what exactly he's hiding in those coffin-shaped boxes. Mm. Like, and I like the I like the idea that he gets back and they're like, "Oh, the the like rebels killed the Death Star." I knew it. I knew. It. Like I told you guys to give money to the Tide Defender instead. So then we built another one, you fools. And then the rebels blew that one up. What did I say? I didn't know where you <laughs> built Tide Defenders. <laughs> Why would you build all your money? That's what I'm world? saying. It's like, they're so stupid. Why? Like, I'm wondering why he keeps, well, now, why he keeps going into it. And he's like, yeah, this will be good. This will, this will, um, this will make, make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's good at, like, <laughs> working with what he's got. Yeah. So he's like, and you know what, it doesn't even matter. Regular TIE fighters will do fine. We will just lose 30% more. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm still very curious to see where all this kind of ends up. But I guess we'll hit the finale soon. Uh, but this was great. I got to see Ezra in action, which I've been waiting for a while. Uh, he didn't get the lightsaber, but he was doing all of his, like, force pushing and throwing and, like, blast and, like, running and, you know. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I was think, very happy I've, for that. I liked seeing him back. It was yeah. really nice. To see. And also to see him and, like, Sabine fighting, like, teamed up. That was cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Ahsoka gives him a big hug. Mm-hmm. And then they go, and they're, like, on their... their I think now, or is that it? Is that the end of it? It's pretty much the end, yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, and then they go, and then they're going to attack Thrawn, and then there's things getting resurrected from the dead. Yeah, that's next And then Ezra jumps (laughs) giantly. Yeah, we're getting there. We'll get there. We'll get there next week, guys. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I I like seeing them all kind of together. Oh, there's like one cool scene where like Sabine's about to go and like attack Sheen, and like Ahsoka does the like, wait. Like, throws her hands out. She's like, let mm-hmm. her go. <laughs> like, when she runs yeah. away or whatever. You're like, when she stops them from attacking, but the way she throws her hands out, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, Legend of the Drunken Master. Uh, when Anita Moy does, like, the same kind of thing, where she's like, Pfft. and then she does the snap, she's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, so rad. Anyway. Yeah, good times. She's like, nah, we're good. Anyway, hug time. <laughs> the Hug Republic. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Next episode is the finale. Finale. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully we get another season soon. Because I hope again, so. they just left with a bunch of questions. Yep. I, I feel like we have to get like, I know this is all gonna connect in a, a Dave Filoni movie, or whatever, but I feel like we still we we have to get another season. Like, Ahsoka and Sabine have to get back to the galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that should be the first forty minutes of a movie. I think that should be its own season, and then by the time we get to the movie, it's like, you know, Ahsoka and Ezra and Hera and Mandalorian and Bo-Katan and Boba Fett and whoever being like, all right, let's do this, <laughs> and Carson Teva <laughs> and Wolf <laughs> Trapper Wolf <laughs> and Zeb being like, all right, let's take out this fleet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Okay. That's a podcast. 
the singular podcast ready for the for the finale. Yeah. What I'm most excited to talk about because a lot happens. Yeah, it's, it's fair. It's fair. Okay, we'll get there. Soon. Very soon. Tomorrow. Not that soon. Yeah. Less soon. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? I think. <laughs> Should we plug anything? Let us let it be. To- oh, actually, I have something to announce. Go ahead. Okay, so I guess um, the the Star Wars Geek Girl will be recording a podcast in a few days. Ooh. So look out for that. Will just do. Just so y'all know, it's gonna be about Ahsoka, Ooh. and probably tangents of different things. Right. Of uh. Overwatch or whatever the hell you guys you kids play these days. Yes, probably. <laughs> I'm just saying the Moira or uh the character Moira in Overwatch is Mon Mothma. It's literally related. Okay. Uh there's no Star Wars skins in Overwatch though. No, but there's one for Anna uh, that looks like a Mandalorian skin mm-hmm. that I showed you. I have an actual Mandalorian skin in Fortnite though. True. Uh, you know what I'm waiting for, though, Fortnite? Where's my Sabine Wren kit? I was expecting that with Ahsoka, and I just got Ahsoka. And, like, that's fine, thank you, I like the Convor backpack. But I I would like a Sabine Wren. Please and thank you. I have a skin that I got, like, when I first started playing over, uh, Fortnite. It looks pretty much exactly like Sabine. And she has, like, she's a graffiti artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, like, did the, like, OG map or something? Mm-hmm. Axel was very excited. And I was like, oh, I don't I, know where yeah. anything is. <laughs> oh, I should play, because there's, like, one little spot that I really like. And it's, like, this little circle of trees on a hill. And I always just, like, I don't there's nothing really there. Like, it's mm-hmm. just I like going and mm-hmm. I like flying and then, like, just, like, floating down in the circle. That was your spot, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember, like, I don't I don't know the map very well. But I just remember being like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not used to this. There's no cool. Uh, I have like a little island that I like to go to sometimes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Catch me on Fortnite sometimes. Being a Star Wars. Catch Running me on that. Shooting. How about that? You know what you're going to find me doing? Not building. Why not? I don't want to build. Oh, you know what? Oh, you were were you there? Did you go see the Marvels with us? No. Ah. Oh. Uh. Anyway, there's a character in the Marvels with a hammer, and there that character fights, and there was hammer choreography, and I was like, me and Fortnite. Oh. Because <laughs> all I could think of was when I had the hammer. I was like, oh, that's that move. That's my move right there. Uh. Anyway, Marvels, good times, fun times. Okay, well, catch us on Fortnite or on Twitch or playing Jedi Survivor or making costumes or I also got a uh, Minecraft little add-on that's a whole, like, Jedi journey. Uh, Axel beat it in, like, two days. But I'm going to stream it. Dang it. So you're going to watch me play Minecraft, I think. It's like a, a, a story, so I think I can get away with it. Because most of Minecraft is just, oh, no, build a farm or something. Do whatever you want. Like no story in it, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I would just like to get in the water, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Right. I will be playing Overwatch, and 
I will be playing as Moira just so I can hear Mon Mothma. Okay. I there's also like you can um get gold weapons for like characters that you really like to play, but mm -hmm. you have to like do a bunch of like uh ranked games mm -hmm. and cry about it because ranked games kind of suck. But hmm. um yeah, no, I, for her character, I got her her like <laughs> she doesn't have a weapon. She's like this scientist who's like um She's a scientist that, like, she, like, she, she, I don't want to say she wants to create, like, good things for the world. She doesn't, because she, like, does. She, like, enhances people, but it pretty much makes them monsters, but they're technically enhanced. So, like, her, like, instead of having a gun or anything, she, like, morphed her body for one hand, it's to heal people, and then one hand is to take, like, life force. So she doesn't have a weapon. So when you give her a gold weapon, it makes her nails gold. Okay. So now Mon Mothma's nails are gold. Okay. Yeah. Man, Andor's really good. It is. That is all. Okay. Uh, go watch Ahsoka or Andor. Or both. I sent a message to my mom. We got her a frame for Christmas. That, well, grandma like, looks like Mon Mothma. Yes, that's fair. And the girl in the, like, Columbia pictures or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, So we got her one. I need to send you the information on how to do this. Because we got her a frame that, like, is connected to Wi-Fi so we can update it. Like, we can send new pictures. So I sent a bunch of pictures this weekend from your event. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you can also send her, like, little messages. So, like, on her, uh, oh, no, on her little frame, it'll be, like, it'll be, like, a... Uh, Oh, you know, like a little gift will just bounce across the screen. And then. And then. Computer shut down. Sorry. And then. Uh, so you can send and like a little gift will bounce across her, her screen. Mm -hmm. And then she can like touch it and it'll be like, happy holidays from Sal or what, you know, like you can put the message to say whatever you want. Uh so I sent her one this weekend that was like, hey, I hope you had a good week at Sunday. You know, have a glass of wine and watch something. Maybe Andor. So we'll see if my mom watches Andor. You should tell her, um, send her photos of like, we sh someone, I don't know who, because I'm not that great at editing, but they should edit like Christmas photos and Christmas like, um, like gift, not gift cards, like cards and stuff that have Jesus on them and like replace it with Ezra. Like, live-action Ezra, and then we just start sending those to her. <laughs> and then if she's like, what? That doesn't look like Jesus. Be like, well, Jesus is technically mm -hmm. supposed to be brown. Protejeme, so señor, con tu This is, this is a actual, like, photo of what Jesus is supposed <laughs> to look like. That. <laughs> Protejeme, señor, con tu espíritu. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually accurate. Uh, yes. Don't don't look it up, though. Shout out to Ezra, <laughs> accurate Ezra. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to hearing some uh, Star Wars Geek Girl, and you can catch us on this episode next week where we'll be talking the finale, and it should be a good time. we got some cool stuff lined up. And it's holiday season. Go love your loved ones. Send hugs, send gifts, send kisses, send lightsabers. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, make food. Eat it. Um, 
I, uh, I was going to say, like, speaking of lightsabers, of how, like, that was when I was like, I don't think Santa is real. And I don't think Santa <laughs> gave us these lightsabers. But then, like, every time I would be like, is Santa real? Mom would be like, I don't know. I guess he's not going to get you presents. And I was like, damn it. I must believe in this guy. <laughs> it's faith. Yeah, faith is bringing the presents. But, again, like I, I said this uh when we were at the Santa event. Mm-hmm. But mom did a really, you and mom did a really good job on those presents. Mm-hmm. Like first, the presents in in question were good. Hey, uh, first of all, first of all, anybody, uh, any kid jump off spoilers for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas spoilers. Uh, I'm about to go into this podcast, so, you know. Uh, and then hey, mom bye. would like, she, like, because I could never find it. She would have different wrapping paper. For Santa's gifts. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was interesting because I couldn't find it anywhere in the house. Mm -hmm. Like, I would look in the wrapping paper and I'd be like, huh, that wrapping paper isn't in here. So, like, I guess, like, it, maybe mom put it somewhere else and I tried to find it. (laughs) I couldn't find it. And then I was like, man, maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And then her, the only thing was like her handwriting, it was a bit different. But I think there was one year where she made it just her handwriting. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you guys were like, lightsabers. Santa got you lightsabers. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I don't know about this. Like, yes, thank you very much. I love the lightsabers. But I don't know about this. <laughs> now you were determined. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what you said? Is that what you're going to describe me? No, I mean, sure. <laughs> okay. okay. That was all. I needed to share that because okay. I, I thought of lightsabers and you were like, holidays. And I was like, ah, the lightsabers. Okay. Holiday lightsabers. Start bringing those to your events. Yeah. All right. Good times. Uh,. Catch us next week, catch Rogue Rebels, and catch plenty of stuff over the holidays. Maybe even some more Afra, Right, Lizzie? Yes. Right, Lizzie? Afra. Right. Also, you gave me those, like, Star Wars Insider, like, magazines. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of... Because I found there was just one that was, like, pretty much, like, Rogue One. And so, okay. almost all... Not all of them, because I haven't done it yet. But there's a lot of... Like, because I'm cutting some photos out, because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a really cool photo. Cut, 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 cut. Um, but <laughs> any that have, um, what's his name? Why do I forget his name? Cassian. No. Baze. Chirrut. No, no. Krennic. Is it no. anybody from Rogue One? Yes. <laughs> How many it's more a little guy. <laughs> it's the cute little guy. Bodhi Rook. Yes. Ow. Oh. So, like, his uh, photos, if you see them, they're all like cutouts of his face and they're on little hearts. <laughs> Riz Ahmed? Yes. I think your mom's coworker at one point, like back when that came out, she really liked Riz Ahmed, but she didn't like Star Wars. And I was like, oh, he's in like Rogue One and she's like really. And then, like, I think I remember her like retold her a couple of times and I was like, oh, yeah, you should watch Rogue One because no. he's in it. And then she was like, okay, like, is he in it a lot? Because I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, actually, he's in quite a bit. Like, he's kind of yeah. one of the main crew. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if she ever watched. He's it. also in Nimona. 
and he's in what else did I want? Oh, it was Night Stalker. It was a different movie. I like that he's his character favorite. pretty much looks like him too. It's yeah. the main character of Nimona. Fair enough. Just a little buffer. A little buffer. Buff Kaz win. Live action Buff Kaz on Star Tours. <laughs> Hashtag live action Buff Kaz on Star Tours. Yes. Start the movement, people. Uh, I'm with it. All right. Uh, catch you guys next week, and we will talk the finale of Ahsoka just before okay. the holidays. Finale made me cry. And all I want for Christmas is Rogue One or Andor Season 2. I was going to say, you're going to get copyrighted, Dad, uh, for the holidays. Uh, I, I like that Mariah Carey kind of leaned into it and made a commercial about them unfreezing her for the holidays. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty good i thought that was fake that's real i'm pretty sure that's real i but... thought someone like made like that just as a meme interesting that's kind of funny uh well but, now um... i'm not so sure but I, I thought it was her so maybe i'm wrong i, think I, don't, know. I don't know yeah. i feel like i know what my character looks like but... all right all right, peace out, everybody. Yeah. 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 Yeah.